What happens when you give special powers to someone with special needs? It's a movie double feature with a blonde chicken creatures. Sometimes sports are stupid, but we still got to talk about them. You guys, Dan is a dad, and yet he still has time for the shakedown. friends and welcome to episode 25 of the shakedown i am yeah. austin stevens joining me i'm just gonna say as always because i don't care anymore <laughs> as always your host dan schweizer and sometimes your recurring character dylan webster all right well so it's episode 25 and you know what that means our podcast can rent a car i was just about to say that Ooh, yeah <laughs> milestones man we're going right up the list <laughs> Five more episodes, it'll be the episode where, like, we're just, like... We're freaking out. We're freaking out. We're about ready to go through our midlife crisis. Oh, man. Tune back in in five weeks, folks. And then in ten episodes after that, we'll just be waiting for sweet death. (laughs) Ten episodes? Yeah, when we hit 40. Is that what everyone does when they hit 40? I don't think everyone, but life expectancy, I guess, for you. That's what I've been planning on, because I'm the oldest out of here. I'm the closest to that milestone. I'm just, like... I figure at 40, I'll just wait for sweet death. <laughs> that is why you've been clogging your arteries for all of these years, right? I mean, I ex- in high school, I expected to be dead by 25, so I've surpassed that mark. What a strange right. expectation. Con- <laughs> congratulations, I guess, for not dying <laughs> right. at 25. I just figured with the way I was eating. <laughs> hey, guys. But if we I, make it to next week, this podcast made it past Dylan's original life expectancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, neither one of you two die. No problem. Or me. Okay. Austin lives in L.A. That is dangerous. Yeah, but he lives in the good part of L.A. Yeah, but he still has to drive there. You haven't I mean, driven in have L.A. To. It's awful. I don't want to drive so in L.A. Bad. I don't want to drive in Bloomington sometimes. And that's not even bad. I almost got smoked by like a Miata when we were out in LA a last Miata? year. A Miata? Yeah. What a way to go. <laughs> like, oh, it sucks about Dan, man. What happened? You got hit by a Miata. What a fucking pussy. <laughs> well, actually, I think I would have survived, but Abby would have been dead. <laughs> I almost get hit like every day. Yeah, it's insane. People just are just assholes. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm aware of that fact. I totally understand why your mom would not <clears throat> sell the motorcycle to you to have out in L.A. True. I wouldn't even feel comfortable really riding it. Yeah, no. You'd just be pushing it on the sidewalk. <laughs> 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 hey, ladies, check out my bike. <clears throat> why are you pushing it? It's terrifying out have there. Have you driven on these streets? I've got it, I've got it on, Some but in neutral. Just going down the sidewalk, <laughs> revving it. <laughs> Just paddle walking it. Some cop walks up. Sir, you're not supposed to ride a motorcycle on the sidewalk. Don't worry, I'm just walking. <laughs> That's not illegal, officer. I checked. Dan? Uh, what? I'm supposed to remind you about your Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, what about your oh, Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah, story yeah, so time. so what about your Wi-Fi? Story time. Okay, so we left the house at about... 4.15-ish Monday morning. Shut your whore mouth. Um, And everything was fine in the house. Everything was good. We returned Wednesday. Yeah, that one. Wednesday. And and Abby was like, can you just put on Netflix so that I have something in the background while I deal with the baby? And I was like, yeah. So... Oh, yeah, we should clarify, since nobody knows, you had your baby. Oh, yeah. Dan is now a a father. And as a father. And for you, for those of you thinking that this is terrifying, you're correct. Nah, I'm amazing with my child. I'm not, that's not the point of it. I'm just saying it's (laughs) terrifying that any of us has a smaller version of us. I know, right? People should be terrified. Just wait. Oh, God. Just wait until I teach him things. Right now, (laughs) all I've taught him is... How to masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, right now all I've taught him is here's boobs. Boobs are good. <laughs> and he was like, you're right. Boobs are good. Thanks, Dad. They make milk. Uh, so Netflix. But I turned it on. Watch your kid uh, from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> shut up. That's why. <laughs> and... Uh, and Netflix wouldn't come on. I was like, oh, this makes sense because the Xbox has been <coughs> off for a few days. I'd probably just need to reset up the Wi-Fi connection. So I tried that, and it didn't even pull up my Wi-Fi. So I just go restart the router and wait a few minutes. I'm like, all right, still not pulling up my Wi-Fi. So at this point, I'm concerned that there's something wrong with my Xbox. Check on my phone, not pulling up my Wi-Fi. Check up on my laptop, not pulling up my Wi-Fi. So an hour later, I finally get on the line with a frickin' representative for Mediacom. And she's like, oh yeah, let me check that out for you. Checks it out. Oh, the problem is your, your Wi-Fi network is not set up. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> And she goes, yeah, so we can just set that up for you. I was like, hold on a minute. My Wi-Fi worked fine Sunday night. How is it that it's not set up suddenly? I've been a customer for two and a half years. That's why. <laughs> I'm pretty positive that my Wi-Fi was set up before now. She goes, oh, well, we're showing that there was some, some network um, maintenance done in the area so it could have disrupted your service I'm like and deleted my network she goes yeah so let me go <laughs> <laughs> so she's like alright so I have good contact with your uh, with your router so what would you like your Wi-Fi network name to be and so I wanted to set it up exactly as I had it before. I was like, okay, yeah, that's going to be a capital H, uh, lowercase a-i-l, h-y-d-r-a. And she goes, okay, so that's capital H, hail Hydra? <laughs> and I can tell that she knows what's happening. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like... Yes, that's correct. Okay, capital H, Hail Hydra. And um, what would you like the password to be? And she's like, I can tell she's holding back laughter. And I go, okay, that's going to be a capital C uh, or a capital H, uh, the at symbol. P is in Peter, P is in Peter, Y. The number two. C is in Charlie, O-M-P-L-Y, comply. And she goes, okay, so that's capital H, the at symbol, P-P-Y, the number two, comply. Um, and I was like, yes, that's correct. So just to confirm, your network is Hail Hydra and your password is happy to comply. And I was like, yes, that's correct. Okay, I think we have this all set up properly. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic because I could tell she got both references and she was just barely containing giggling the entire time she was setting it up for me. Either that or she was like my frontier representative when I set up mine and she asked what my wanted my network name to be and I said the Death Star and she's just... <laughs> Okay. I was like, you're judging me super hard right now, aren't you? She's like, no, no, no. And what do you want your password to be? Rogue One. Uh, it needs to be Aylers. Rogue 0001. She's like, all right. And now everybody knows how to get onto both of your Wi-Fis. <laughs> Good luck oh, finding no. my house. <laughs> Good luck getting within the area of my house to connect to my Wi-Fi. They already know. What was it? 617 North 2nd Street, Genoa? Yeah, that's what it uh, is. 8675309 North 1000 East Road, South Street. I thought it was 1515 Pennsylvania Avenue. I wish. <sighs> well, let's... Yeah, that was, that was story time. <clears throat> yeah. So. Story time. Let's, uh... Over. Let's get into geekdom. 
I have been keeping up with this. The this Kardashians? Ca- <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so far behind. Disappointed. I have, in me. I have not been I keeping up. I've been. I'm so far behind on that. I haven't kept up with the Kardashians since 2006. I only keep up with Kendall. See, I don't even keep up with her. She's not even a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. Yeah, but she's somehow related. It's because her mom is... Dude, their mom. There you go. There you go. She is half related. She's a Carhaffian. <laughs> <laughs> we just found a spinoff. <laughs> Keeping up with the Car- Carhaffians. Oh, that could man. work. So anyway, so you've been keeping up with that new comic universe. Yeah, the Catalyst Prime <clears throat> Lion Forge comic universe. And so this past month, on July, whatever, middle of the month, um, the second <laughs> issue of Excel came out, which is the Speedster guy. Yeah. And it's still pretty good. It's, it's a different take on a Speedster, where instead mm-hmm. of just moving really fast, it's more like the universe moves around him. Okay, so it's... So it's a lot like space travel in Star Trek. Yes, that. Yeah. So it's more like that. And he can, like... At the end of this, the second issue, he, like, traveled into a different dimension, and he's fighting, like, a glass monster. Like a shard. Glass shard monster type All thing. All right. That, well, should, that should be easy. Seems simple enough. Just throw a rock Vibrate your finger and poke through it. Yes. Try to enter from the uh, backside of the monster Whoa. with your vibrating Whoa. finger. Whoa. Let's not do that. <laughs> he means he definitely means like the way that Reverse Flash killed people by stabbing them through the chest with his vibrating uh, hand. Yes, of course, that's what yeah. he meant. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, I didn't at all mean like vibrate your finger in his butt for nope pleasure. nope didn't mean that at all <laughs> just gonna we're gonna maybe i don't know tell austin to do something about that comment nah, anyways in. so in eh. addition to that there was also <clears throat> down syndrome boy yes whose name is superb but superb yeah yes. so so i do recommend excel and now superb the first issue has come out and yeah it's about this kid in high school has down syndrome and in this event where all the meteors and stuff came down he got powers from it yeah what powers does he have the best powers it's like some sort of mind telekinetic type thing and super strength interesting it's not and super strength yeah or enhanced strength whatever because he can lift a car um (laughs) shut up don't say it. <laughs> nope, didn't say you, anything. You are the worst type of person. I know exactly what you're thinking, and do not say it. <laughs> you're, you're moving you're on. Child. Um, so I'm not exactly sure like what kind of telekinetic powers he has. It's it's a little vague in the first one, just because there's not a lot of action. It's a uh-huh. lot of setup. Um, but in this universe, they have. It's kind of it's like a combination of civil war marvel civil war and the inhumans where like one kid's powers just explodes and blows up a school sweet and now all of the super powered kids are they have like detectors and stuff to find them and then they're taking them to a facility well that's just rude yeah so it's like that and this kid is passing under detection for now but he's got this like deadbeat dad who doesn't care. And then his friend has parents that I think work at this facility where they're taking superpowered kids. Why nay? So it's like him and his friend. But it's quite good. Sweet. Yeah, and they're writing it. You were excited for this one. I so. was really excited for this because it's not something you see. Yeah, where, it's a very different take. Yeah. Now um, if you're blind. Shut up. (laughs) Fair point. So they're writing it with the National Down Syndrome Society. So as to be, you know, sensitive. So it's accurate information. Yeah, accurate and whatever. Um, But it's pretty good. You know, like at the beginning he gets picked on. It's like the obvious where like a bully picks on him and he's like, what are you, stupid or something? 
And then what is this set in like the 80s when kids were assholes? <laughs> kids are still assholes. Yeah, but they don't pick on special needs kids. <laughs> you don't go to the right school then. Prairie Central yeah, this is did not school, pick man. on special needs children. Uh, the asshole kids did. Yeah. Man, I must have missed that. Oh, Plus, yes, we picked on soup. He has Asperger's. <laughs> no, he eats he's, Asperger's. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's also gay. Yeah. Let's make him special needs. Wow, we are just going all kinds of offensive. Oh, he got, this got dark fast. So this anyway, is why no one tries to contact us. Probably. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to talk to these assholes. So You know what? I, contact us and tell us we're assholes. <laughs> yeah, just anything. Any sort of comment. <laughs> so I do recommend Superb. It is quite good. I'm going to pick that up and Excel again next month. Um, and then so, they also have a new series starting called Incidentals, ooh. which the tagline is the world's first team of covert superheroes will save us if they can get past their own dirty secrets. So it's like a team so, up one. The Defenders. Yeah. Incidentals. Oh, I'm sorry, I incidentally touched your boob. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know about that one yet. What's wrong with you? Because I'm already, uh, I'm already getting the, two. The most I've slept in a single day so far was four hours. That's that's what's wrong with Well, me. it's your fault for having a kid. Wow. Blame yeah. the child. No, I'm blaming you, you know what? for putting your dick inside of Safety. your wife and ejaculating to the point where she became impregnated and then formed the child. That was very descriptive. Thank you. <laughs> I tried my best. Thank you for that biology lesson. <laughs> I couldn't have taught it because I had your house for biology. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that you made a baby and you don't know how? <laughs> I know it came from sex. Just as long as she doesn't swallow, you're fine. Yeah. The, swallow the baby? <laughs> the sperms. Oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, technically, yeah, the baby. <laughs> Yeah, those, all the babies. Those are the building blocks the of the babies. millions of babies. I've, I think I'm going to have to mark this episode explicit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might. Oh, man. All right. So to wrap up Geekdom, I recommend Excel and Superb. They're both good. And Dylan cool. recommends that you don't swallow, so let's move I, on I actually to totally movies. do recommend that. <laughs> all right, so... Moving on. TV and movies. TV and film. Film and TV. (laughs) That's thing. You were so close. (laughs) I don't know. It's not my section. I don't have to know. I'll give it it to you though. (laughs) Give myself Uh, half a point. In film and TV news, if you have further questions about Dylan's thing, there is this website. It is called Pornhub. You can learn all about how not to make a baby. Or far. how to make a baby. You can also learn many, many other things. Snuff films. Go watch them. <laughs> yeah. Things like what Dan has already taught, taught his son. <laughs> yeah. Bo- Appreciation bo- for boobs. 101. Boobs. <laughs> so uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> my wife spent the day hanging out with a friend. Which means I had the day to myself, and there's a lot of movies out right now that I wanted to see. So I did a little double double feature yeah, at the local AMC. Now, did so, you do a le- did you do a legit double feature where you paid for both movies, or did you do a sneaky double feature where you paid for one movie he and then can't snuck into the other on the podcast if he did the sneaky? Why feature? not? I did a legit double feature. You there you go. Punk. Plus, it's assigned seating, so you can't really do that. Oh, that makes sense. That's right. You go to fancy movie theaters. Yeah, so I saw Valyrian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And then I saw Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And... Not my enthusiasm levels. Yeah. (laughs) And I have some things to say about these movies. I would hope so. Otherwise, what's the point of having this (laughs) podcast? I saw these movies. I was literally about to say the same thing. (laughs) 
I, I saw, saw these, these two movies. movies. They exist. Sports. I saw these movies. See them if you want or don't. I don't care. So See let's, these movies. Let's, or don't. Uh, I'm not your boss. Let's talk about Valerian yes. first. That's because the first one I saw. As I understand it, this and is this. not a prequel to Game of Thrones. <laughs> Correct. There Why would it be? From, there are Valerians from Game of Thrones. Are those they the are elves? all extinct. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Gosh, those the elves? idiot. Yeah. Those no, are the elves? No, they're not. But there are elves. What? No, there's not no. elves. There are children of the woods. Yes. Okay, they're kind of elves. Yes! <laughs> I'll give you the children of the corn. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so anyway, Valerian. Valerian and the city of 1,000 planets. Exactly yes. 1,000. Yeah, no more so, or less. It is based on a French comic book <clears throat> titled Valerian and Loreline, which Loreline is his partner that Cara Delevingne plays. And it ran for just a shy very of 50 long time. years. Yeah, it started in 1967. <clears throat> One continuity. Think, think if Marvel had carried Ant-Man and the Wasp from when they started through now with one continuity. No, no new characters, no replacing Scott Lang and Hank Pym and the other guy. I can never remember the third Ant-Man. Just one continuity, Uh, same characters. Yeah, he's not important enough. So, it's extensive. Um, I hear that the actual series is a pretty good story. Yes, I've heard that too. And it's also been very influential on other science fiction things. Like, it's been said that Star Wars draws a lot of inspiration from it. And so that's Which makes sense. Yeah, that's why, you know, Star Wars looks like it. Where this or this Hold looks on. like Star Wars. But it like yes. it kind of falls into that trap of kind of like what happened with John Carter, where so many things drew inspiration from it. Like it the, feels like the a source ripoff. material. Yeah. And then once they finally got around to making the adaptation of it, it just felt old. Or it yeah. felt like it was a it was just a ripoff of other things when it was the original that did the like, you know, inspiring of the other things. So it's yeah. just But that is not its only fault because I'll just say right now, it was just okay. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the reviews are saying it's visually stunning, which it is, but there's plot holes and it's just kind of a drag, which yeah it is. Mm. Um, it did. It does have a lot of really cool concepts in it, though. Like, it starts off with the U.S. docking on the International Space Station in like the '80s or '90s or whatever it was. And oh, so cool! It's like this. The opening scene is this compilation of just a bunch of countries like coming in and docking on the space station, mm-hmm. and then you know, shaking hands and greeting each other as they get on. And then this just keeps happening. And then eventually like an alien spaceship comes in and docks and they're greeted. And then it just keeps going and going with like more alien races and whatever and whatever. And the space station just keeps growing and growing and growing. And eventually it's like the size of the moon. And it's become like too big to stay in earth's orbit. So they just, Mm -hmm. They just push it out into space, like with a bunch of jets and stuff. They, it just goes out yeah. into space and starts floating. And it's so now it's called Alpha. It's the city called Alpha. And so that's where it gets its name. It's the city of a thousand planets because there's all of these different planets, species have come in and docked there and made this their home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the title's a little misleading, but it's kind of cool once you figure out like why it's that. And they have, like, ways to get to their, like, home worlds directly from Alpha, right? 
Uh, I don't like portals and stuff. Something like that. No, I don't think so. Not no? at least it wasn't touched upon in the movie. Like maybe they do, but that it's more of they just recreate their world on the space station. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And so it did it as the like Valerian and uh, Loreline are approaching it. Their ship AI is like, "This is the layout of the space station," and it's like in the north. It's uh, like these little like jelly things that like harvest information or something. I can't uh-huh. remember that one. In the east, so the it's, north remembers. Yeah, in. <laughs> In the east, it's like the technologically advanced ones that store all the information. In the south, it's completely underwater where all like the water species live. And then in the west, it's for oxygen, <clears throat> like humans and related species and like that. Ah. Yeah. So that's how it's laid out. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a weird movie. It looked incredibly weird. Yeah, it's got, but it's got some good weird, and but I think it maybe has more bad weird. And ah. because I like ripping on movies that are yeah, bad more, <clears throat> I'm gonna talk about the bad first. <laughs> so first of all, Valerian the the name might work mm-hmm. on paper, but it does not work saying it out loud. Right, over and over again. Valerian, yeah. Valerian, 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 yeah, Valerian, like, Valerian. It we got do- it. Yeah. Caesarian, Caesarian, Caesarian. It does not work as a name. It sounds ridiculous. Did they shorten it to Val or no, Ian? It was Valerian every time. If they managed to get out a sequel, they should probably shorten it to like Ian. Oh, yeah. to just, just V. That would work. Or just V. It worked well for V for Vendetta. Yep. So it was basically, it was a lot of like obvious kind of typical things as to why it was bad. Like it felt like TV acting. Yeah, I heard that the uh, the chemistry between Delvine and what's his nuts Dude, was horrible. Yeah, yeah not really. And it's like it's got a it's got a super forced love story. Like we meet oh, yeah. uh, we we meet the characters and he's kind of a prick. And then they're like walking through the hallways of their ship talking and he's like, "You know you want me like it's we're so perfect together. You're the only one that I want. I know that you want me yada yada." And one Dane DeHaan is not attractive at all and has no sex appeal. No. So it's not believable at all. And two, I, as a, as a viewer, don't like this character. And I've known you for five seconds. <laughs> She's had to spend every day with you. Why would she like you? Yeah. So, and this continues throughout the whole thing of like this super forced love story and it's mm. not good and it's, it feels really cringeworthy of this first, chemistry between them. The first time I saw the trailer for it, I saw the guy and I was like, he's got raging douche face. Yeah. And so I've decided it's, it's hard to like a like character. It. It's hard to like a character when they automatically just like they're just by their appearance. You're like, I don't like them. He does. Yeah. I'm this. He works I, better as a villain. Yes. I was. Yeah. I actually wrote that down in my notes. Don't like Dane DeHaan unless evil. <clears throat> Because he has, he has absolutely no expressions. His one, his one expression is, "I'm Dane DeHaan, and this is my acting style." Like it's just, it's monotone. He has no emotion. He's not attractive. No charisma at all. So, you know, like he's a terrible leading man. I so, that's the one thing I could not stand him. And it's really hard to get into a movie whenever it's a forced love story and you don't even like the main actor. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, that was, like... That was the main issue is a lot of it felt 
really forced. A lot of the dialogue was forced. It felt like TV acting just because I, it's probably the script probably like made it that like the actors didn't have anything to work with, but also Dane DeHaan isn't that great. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I'm sure it was kind of difficult to um, translate it well from the French into English because I mean, when you're working from a foreign source material, everything's not going to flow as well um, in English as it did in French. And I'm sure that they, they had to make up things that just felt clunky. Yeah, but it's not like it's a French-specific story. You well, just no, write I'm the just story talking about, in English. I'm just talking about, uh, you know, if they were trying to stick to the source material as far as... Um, as close as possible? Yeah, as close as possible. <clears throat> and they were just like, all right, so what I did was I got a translation of this series of the City of a Thousand Planets from the, the comics... And uh, I copied that into Google Translate. <laughs> Why is he British? <laughs> I don't know. Seems uh-huh. like a British idea to rip mm. off a French comic and and make it a, a movie. It seems more like an American idea. We don't take French things. All right, so the French Germans fries, are French the ones toast. that did it. All right, we'll go with the Germans. <laughs> but the, probably the worst part is that it had some very not so subtle political message shaming. Oh, of course. Really? Yeah. Which there was this Rihanna's character. Yeah. Was in it for in it. like 10 minutes and it was l- literally it's a lot of screen time. 10 minutes. She's like top, know. she's top build cast. She gets her name in like the opening credits. And it's yeah, just like a cameo. Yeah, probably had to pay her a lot. It's but she's in it for ten <laughs> minutes. I thought she was gonna be like a, a more main character. But she's mm. this like, she's this creature. I think it's called a polymorph. But she can turn into anything, and okay. she's like her normal form is like this blue, octopus, looking thing. Mm. And so he needs Valerian needs her to turn into this creature to get into this place, to save Loreline, and then. Rihanna dies. Um, yeah. But spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> but her and whole Rihanna story. Rihanna doesn't quite get out. Yeah. <laughs> she gets left behind and Is also Chris dies. Chris Brown in this place? Whoa. Well, anyways, you were saying about her character. So it feels like she was literally just put in there because she's like, I'm going to. You know, it's hard to be an illegal immigrant, you know, coming over here, just trying to make money and get a job and whatever. And it was like just in your face. Like, you know, not not I don't know how to say this. In your face, political propaganda, basically. Yeah. And like, okay, if you like if you want to subtly do it, like as a metaphor, but I can still enjoy the film without having to make the connection, you know, like, okay, Mm -hmm. but I don't like, I work in politics and I hate politics. I don't want to go to the movies and watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we saw baby driver, they had a, preview i guess for the inconvenient truth sequel Ugh, yeah and first of all i was like why does that need a trailer in movie theaters it doesn't and it second doesn't. of all i was really really annoyed by the annoying ass couple that were probably in their 50s or 60s down to my left that the entire trailer they spent going, boo, get it <laughs> off the screen, boo, until the point where they brought up Trump and they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, what are you, 12? 
What are you doing? You're in a movie theater. Be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like the trailer, get up and leave. It'll be done in five minutes. You can come back. Abby being 40 weeks pregnant was just like, oh my God, seriously? <laughs> Out loud. That loud. And I was like, shh. <laughs> don't offend them. It's like them. Everyone needs their safe space. I know. I was like, God, I don't want to have to deal with them. Don't draw attention to us. I will yeah. bare knuckle box an old man in a movie theater. I will, but I don't want to have to. Basically, long story short, keep your political messaging out of our films. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Also, also uh, never mind. I'll share that with you guys off recording. It's not okay. important. Way to censor um, yourself. I'm proud of you. Thank you. But my biggest question coming out of this is why can't anybody make a high-concept sci-fi film anymore? Because it's really hard, Austin. Like, Jupiter Ascending was really high-concept and it was terrible. This was high-concept and it was terrible. Like, because it, it had some really cool stuff in it. Like, I actually did write down some good points, too. Like, uh-huh. yeah, three of them. It's got great visuals. It's, yeah. It looks amazing. Literally, um, the only positive thing coming out of this movie. It both, looks yeah. incredible. Both it's those got some... comments were about Kara Delving. <laughs> yes. Let's be honest here. There's actually a line in there where Rihanna is talking to Valerian, and she goes, wow, you were right. She's a perfect 10. Like, yep. Uh, nice. It's got... Uh, it does have some pretty solid ideas. Like, there's this one sequence where they go to this desert place and it's just this big uh area with a bunch of doorways and you put on a helmet with a visor and then some gloves and you walk through these portals and you're in a a different dimension but you're still walking around in the desert but you but you see this other dimension oh and uh, there's like these special boxes that you can put your items in and it'll teleport it from the other dimension to your dimension. And so there's the sequence where like he puts his hand, he puts his hand with his gun through this box. So he's just a box and a hand floating around in the other dimension. <laughs> and, uh, so it's pretty like, that's really fun. The action is really fun. But the acting and dialogue and the story is a little unclear. So, yeah. I'd give it probably a, a five or a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, so tell, us about, tell us about Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Atomic Blonde, on the other hand, is really good. Yay. And it starts off the second scene... Charlie's Theron is naked in a bathtub, so you know it's getting off to a good start. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it uh, it takes place in 1989 in Berlin, and like circul- the story circulates around the Berlin Wall coming down. Okay. It doesn't actually really involve the tearing down of it. But it just circulates. Around yeah, that's that. like that's the <clears throat> historical setting as to where mm-hmm. it is, and it's this. You know, spy thriller, espionage, double and triple agents, people, you know, kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, it's it's really brutal. Like it's it's from the director that did John Wick. Yeah. And a couple of things I can't remember, but it's like you when someone gets punched, you feel it. Nice. It's so the action is shot really well. There's this one scene where it's her and this other guy in like a in a really small apartment just kicking the shit out of each other and it's all shot in one it's shot to be one take. And so mm-hmm. the camera just follows them around and all this stuff. So there's yeah. no there's no cutaways whenever a punch lands. There's no uh, killing of time you know like you see the entire fight mm-hmm. and they're like stumbling around and all this stuff and there's this one point where the guy like picks her up and throws her into a wall and she like puts a hole in the wall smacks her head on and just falls to the ground and there's also no music either 
it's just ooh, the ooh. sound of the fight. Wow. And so the whole uh, audience is quiet too, but he throws her into this wall and this older black woman down the aisle from me just goes, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> just in the silent theater. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Uh, oh, it's really good. But it, uh, and it, yeah, so it's like, it's really brutal. And it's got that like gritty kind of neon punk kind of feel mm-hmm. to it of like yeah. the late 80s. Um, the story is really complex. It's like, it's really hard to follow at times. And so like 25 minutes or so into the movie, I was like, okay, I better start memorizing names because <laughs> I'm going to be so lost if I don't know people's names. Cause they're always talking about other people, you yeah. know, uh, that aren't there. So I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be super lost if I don't get this story down. Uh, so it's super, it's really complex. A lot of fighting, a lot of suspense and espionage. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Nice. But one good thing, and this also ties back to Valerian 2, is it also has like a quote unquote, you know, like political message. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really obvious and it's like the female empowerment thing. Right. Um, and this also ties back to Valerian because they tried to make Cara Delevingne like really independent and like, I don't need you. I can do stuff on my own. But it again it was really forced and also yeah. he's her superior and they're in the military so like if she so that doesn't make sense it, it makes no sense so there's this point where he's like okay you uh stay here stay on the comms guard the door i'm gonna go in and check things out and she goes no i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna go in and i just think to myself you would be arrested and dishonorably discharged if you did that like you are uh. Maybe not that far, but well, whatever. There would like, be some serious actions taken. You are intentionally yeah. disobeying your superior officer. Like, I don't care if you're a woman or a man. Like, you don't what do that. What if your superior officer is a douche? It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So anyway, uh, Valerian was bad at it. Your opinion doesn't matter. Where <laughs> Atomic Blonde was good at it, uh, because Charlie's Theron just kicks absolute ass. Nice. And I also paid attention because there is the argument like, oh, you know, women aren't as strong as men. If a woman was a spy, she would just get her ass beat the whole time. So I paid close attention mm-hmm. and there was no point where it was like, oh, no, I don't think a woman could do that. Like it was all very grounded and real, the things that she was doing. Because anytime that she would fight, she would have a weapon. Yeah. Like, like. She'd steal like a cop's baton or she like picked up a hot plate and just whacked people in the head with the hot plate. Nice. Um, or she had, there's that scene in the trailer where she's got the hose and she's like wrapping it around people's necks and like smacking them together and stuff. Or she just has a gun, which a gun is the great equalizer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it, yeah, it really worked and it's super fun and really awesome. Nice. So I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Solid. It was really good. And on a... (laughs) So yeah, that's my two reviews. And then just a weird thing that happened to me yesterday as well. I heard the Mm. song Major Tom four times. (laughs) Oh, wow. But the weird part is it was four different versions. (laughs) What? (laughs) So early in the day, I heard it on the radio... And then I was listening to this new band that I found and they did a cover of it. And then in Valerian, the opening scene where all these people are coming together, it was plain, but it was like kind of a sci-fi remix of it. Mm-hmm. And then it was in Atomic Blonde. Oh but my it, gosh. But God. it was a like, uh, how would you say it? It's like a German punk kind okay. of remix of it. Yeah. Because it used a lot of music from that era to you know place it you know in, yeah. in 89 so four, four so times you, i hear this song so you basically heard the original a cover and then two remixes yes all in the same day wow 
It's it, a lot. it was weird. And I had it stuck in my head all night. <laughs> Makes sense. But only Made one line. Home to ground control. That's like, yeah, and that's like the only line that I know. And so I just keep singing that over and over. Sliding <laughs> through the door. And I'm floating in a most peculiar way. All right, and we're cutting you off, as is the podcast policy. <laughs> the only reason I know that song is for Mr. Deeds. <laughs> it's a great song it is a great song it is a good song uh does that does that wrap it up i think that wraps it so yeah i would Film i would definitely TV? recommend atomic blonde and and just wait on valerian until you don't have to spend money on it yeah but watch it on a big tv all right i'll watch it on my 55 inch tv yeah like because you want HBO the visual in three months yeah because you want the visuals of it. Maybe so I would say, it. like, watch it in theaters for the, the scope of it, but also don't watch it in theaters because it's not worth it. <laughs> Although I did enjoy myself, so it's fun. So maybe try to go to, like, a matinee for, like, five bucks. Yeah, if you can catch it cheap, see it. Or do an illegal double feature. That, too. Uh, but I'm not we condoning We do not that. condone that sort of behavior yes okay. so are you telling That's me the you've word never you're done for? that i actually haven't i have not I fine fine i'm the asshole <laughs> actually i might have when i worked at the theater but only yeah. because i didn't want to go back to the front and get another free ticket right exactly that's different yeah it is we're very different it for free yeah all right well yeah that wraps <laughs> it for film and tv Yay. we can move on to sports spurts all right, um, I don't really have a set topic for sports. Ah, oh, boo! <laughs> but but there are a couple things that I'd like to at least address. Let's let's start with the one that we're only gonna mention and not discuss. Yeah, we're not gonna discuss this because it's just stupid. Um, so Lavar Ball, I know I said I never wanted to talk about him on the podcast, but this was too it's infuri- too stupid. It's to too not stupid mention. to not bring to not at least mention. So LeVar Ball is the coach for his son LaMelo's AAU basketball team. And he made news a while back because he pulled his, te- pulled his team off the court of a game that they were winning in a tournament in California. Well, they now entered another tournament, and there was a female referee, and apparently LeVar was not happy with that. So he went up to the referee and started talking to her and just saying, hey, no, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And she got mad at him and gave him a technical foul before the game even started. Like, they were doing shoot-around. Wow. And she teed him up, which she's completely within her right to do. Mm-hmm. And LeVar got upset and then said, all right, boys, get your stuff and let's go. Like, he wasn't apparently wasn't going to mess with it. And then apparently the officials for the tournament went up to him and said, oh, sorry, this was a miscommunication on our part. She wasn't supposed to be refereeing this game. Because I guess they had told all the referees, we're only going to put people that will put people in the in his games that will make him happy because we need him. We need him and his team to stay in the building because they put asses in the seats. And that's, that's the stupid thing. Yeah, that's insane. You're you're catering to a madman. So the 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 next topic you wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, next topic, talk about uh, Colin Kaepernick is in talks with the Baltimore Ravens to sign a contract <clears throat> with them to play quarterback. Because Joe Flacco is out with a back injury. He he's got a back yeah. injury, and Ryan Mallett is not impressing in training camp right now. He threw more interceptions in training camp <laughs> yesterday than Kaepernick threw all of last season. Yeah, huh. and and. In the meantime, they signed a, a an arena football league quarterback. Yes. I oh, mean, nice. we, I keep seeing these headlines <clears throat> popping up about teams signing quarterbacks that are not Colin Kaepernick because it's, it's, so I mean, it's, funny. it's just become a big issue now. It has. Like, it started out with just like this minor thing where he's he took a knee during the national anthem. People weren't happy about it. Then it's just been blown way out of proportion. And now, apparently, he's just been blackballed by the NFL. Teams don't want to deal with him because they think he's going to be a distraction. Yeah. And 
And I, I, I don't understand it. Like, I just don't understand how NFL teams work. You won't sign a guy because he's doing a nonviolent protest on the sideline before a game, not like during a game, not like making a big issue out of it. But you will sign guys that – and defend guys who, you know, get domestic violence charges, <laughs> uh, gun charges, drug charges, things like that. You will defend them, but you will not defend a man who is standing up for his own <clears> rights <throat> as he's completely within his rights to do. If he doesn't – I mean, I'm not going to say, like, go out and not support your country or anything like that. I'm not saying what he did is right. I'm just saying he's within his right as an American citizen to protest whatever way he feels like. Here's what I will say on the matter. As a father. No, not as a father. (laughs) I'm sorry, as a soldier. As an airman. um, Not seaman. Not seaman. I'm not a seaman. I'm an airman. Um, The flag represents the country... But that's not why you should respect the flag. You should respect the flag because of all the men and women that have died for that flag and for your rights. You might feel that you are underrepresented and you do not experience the full extent of your rights, but that does not mean that you can disgrace the sacrifice made for your rights. I fully support his nonviolent protests and all of the work that Kaepernick does for the community, which he does do a lot for the community. He does he donates a yeah. lot of money and, and time. He yes. does a lot of outreach Yes, and I fully support that, but I don't support kneeling during the national anthem and disgracing the flag. I'm, yeah. I mean, I just, um, it's it's been an issue for a long time. I know, like yeah. last year uh, when I was doing my fantasy football draft, like everyone in my league was sitting there and they're like, "All right, so we're all in agreement that we're not going to draft Kaepernick, right?" I'm like, what the hell does it matter to <coughs> yeah, him if we don't draft him? In this fantasy? has been going on for a year. Oh yeah, I think I said that. Yeah, yeah, you did actually. No, this was the this was my league that I have with my brother and like all his in laws and my father too. Oh, like, like yeah, like they were all just like because it's a bunch of old white guys who are hardcore Republicans, and they're just like we're not going to draft Kaepernick. So I was just like, I'm tempted to take him in the first round just to make them upset. <laughs> but I really want to win this year, and I don't think Kaepernick leads to that. But no, look how close he would have been. I just don't understand. Team's not at least like giving him a shot to be on the roster. And like it's, it made sense to not sign him for a starting position yeah. at first, but teams that legitimately don't have another option on their roster. Yes. What are you doing? Yeah. Like it, like it is the, because he was a fringe player. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, if he was Aaron Rodgers, it'd be different. Yeah, and that's always the case. It's like if you're someone who's the top of your position, you can do stuff like this and get away with it, and people won't really make a big deal of it. But if you're a guy who's just kind of starting to make a name for himself, then it kind of puts you in a bad light. But I just, I just don't understand why teams don't at least give him a chance to prove himself. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's not about what you do in your off time; it's about what you do on the field. I understand wanting to take off-field issues into account, like I said, with the domestic violence, things like that. But teams have always turned their heads for domestic violence, for domestic abusers. Yeah. For for years. Ultimately. Outside of outside of Ray Rice. Ray Rice has still been blackballed by the, by the NFL. But when you haul yeah. off and punch a woman full force and knock her clean out, I mean, you're not really going to get another Yeah, chance. and it was on tape, so they could obviously yeah. prove it. Let's, and it's the same thing with a young quarterback named DeAndre Johnson who was in uh, season two of Last Chance U, which I just finished watching. Uh, he was a quarterback at Florida State, and he was at a bar and punched a woman there. And he's kind of been blackballed by a lot of college football. That's why he had to go back to a community college and try and earn his stripes again to get back to Division One. which now he's going to be the quarterback at Florida Atlantic this year playing for Lane Kiffin. 
But I mean, it's one of the. It's just one of those things where it seems like some things are okay to turn your head on, and some things are not. Yeah. And I'm starting to find that it's more of the things that are not that are just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Weird yeah. priorities. Yeah. <clears throat> I can agree but, with that. But yeah, that's that's my piece on that. Um, I personally, I mean. If I were if I were a GM or a team owner, I would at least give him a chance to earn his place. But I'd let him know, like, we don't want you to be a distraction to the team. We support you in your right to protest. But if you're going to be a distraction as a backup quarterback, you're going to get cut. We're we're not we're not going to deal with it. And we're going to cut you loose. Yeah, and, if, and he'll probably feel like that's not fair to him, which again is just how he feels. You can't do anything about that. But it's completely fair. It, it's completely fair to you yeah. as an organization. And, yeah, because... Well, and apparently yeah. there are a bunch of people that are saying, like, they won't go to games if Kaepernick is on the team. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure that's those, those are people ridiculous. that uh, probably weren't going to go to games anyways. No. Yeah. Or people that would go to, like, one game a year, not, like, season ticket holders. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because, like... The thing with Kaepernick is, like, you can say, okay, don't be a distraction, and he can just stop kneeling. Yeah, exactly. Like, the thing with him is that he kept doing it after people said, don't be a distraction, he kept doing it. Like, if Ray Rice continued to beat the shit out of women in elevators, <laughs> then, like, that would be a different story. Then, like, yeah, that would be a priority. Yeah, let's not have him on any team. But it's, yep. like, it's because he continues to do it after... They said, yeah, don't do this. That's why I think it <clears throat> elevates it a little bit. And in all honesty, he'll probably still continue to do it if he joins another NFL team. But yeah, it's his right. It's what he's going to do. If you're on board with it, then you're on board with it. If you're not, then you're not. I mean, he's going to do it regardless because he feels like this is – he feels like he's going to use his platform for this, which, I mean, more power okay. to him, but we'll – See how it works out for you in the long run. I just don't think he needs to ruin his career over it. Yeah, in the long run, you can do more good as a starting quarterback in the NFL that makes the money that you can donate to the communities uh, than as a guy that is a former starting quarterback, former quarterback period in the NFL, um, that now has to get some menial job because I have no idea what he would do. Because if the NFL isn't going to touch you, then the networks also aren't going to touch him on I'm, bringing him, in, him sure, in as a I'm broadcaster. Sure, I'm sure he's got some business <clears throat> ventures out there that he could just commit full-time to. He could, Potentially. And he, and he could do <clears throat> charity work as well because he already does that. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's probably got an organization or something. To, he can just do more good on an NFL team than... I mean, then off one altogether. If I were him, I would just yeah. go to the Canadian Football League because they don't care what your issue is. Like, it's true. they'll sign you and they'll pay you a lot of money and you'll become probably more famous in Canada than you will here. And then ESPN will still follow you because you were once an NFL player. It's the same thing as Tim Tebow and his <clears throat> baseball career now. Yeah, it's true. He's like, remember when Tim D2. Tebow used to play football? Well, now he plays baseball, and he hit his fifth home run. He's, He's so amazing. I don't care about Tim Tebow hitting a home run. Let me know when he gets up to the majors. Then I'll start caring. And even then, I probably still won't. I don't think Tebow will make it past AAA. I don't think he will either. But he might get called up for like a week he'll, he'll, for I, an injure, injury. I think he'll make September call-ups this year just because they want to try and put – Oh, yeah? Because uh, they want to put asses in the seats. It's the Mets. Yeah, because the Mets are terrible. <laughs> the Mets will have nothing to play for. They'll bring Tebow up so that they can sell tickets, sell his jersey, and then they'll send him probably back down to AAA next year, or they'll have him do this or that, and then just kind of hang out there until they bring they'll bring him up again. Because again, the Mets next September. No, they won't. I think next I think next year they'll bring him up probably around June or July. <laughs> because again, they'll want to put asses in the seats. They won't have anything to play for again. <laughs> The Mets suck. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for me. Yay. Cool. We did it again. Yeah. Well, if you guys out there have any thoughts on Valerian or Atomic Blonde, 
or any of this sports nonsense that we've been talking about, you, you can, can email us at theshakedownpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Shakedown Pod. Or you can find us on our website at darknebulaentertainment.com. Yeah. So Under the Shakedown. Under the Shakedown podcast tab. <laughs> yeah. Shakedown tab. I almost forgot that. <laughs> I think you did forget it. <laughs> I did, actually, until Dan <laughs> reminded me there was a tab. Well, it's been fun, you guys. Yay. We will see you next week. Yay. I am Austin Stevens. I'm Dan Schweizer. And I'm Dylan Webster. And this has been The Shakedown. sounded really loud half the power of my hand is missing when i hit like this what do you mean half the power of your hand okay you didn't see it this is a visual representation it's a visual you had to be there okay (laughs) okay uh all right Let's get this started, and then we can watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> the Two thirds of us can watch Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones. I mean, you could. You just choose not to. It's true. I do. Choose not to be a conformist. Actually, at this point, if you sign up for Game of Thrones on like Thursday. Or if you sign up for on Thursday, if you sign up, hold on, if you sign up for HBO on like Thursday, I think maybe Friday for the 30 day free trial, you can watch the first three episodes, watch the next four episodes and your trial will end the day after the season finale. And you will have gotten to watch the entire season for free with your 30-day trial. But I won't know what's going on in this season. Well, you could watch the entire series. It's only 60 hours. That's a lot of hours. But you could pull it off in those 30 days. Yeah. Dan, this was like when you challenged me to watch all of Friends in a week. <laughs> Dude, I still wish you had done it. It was impossible. <laughs> I had to go to my job. <sighs> You take vacation. <laughs> Not from a job that doesn't offer it. Sorry, I don't didn't work at Caterpillar. I worked at fucking Paradise Pets. Oh, <laughs> hey, speaking of Caterpillar, I got full time this week. At a boy. Yeah. It was a terrible high five. Yeah, well, we were at, that was really close to my face. <laughs> My hand did not get far. Well, the first one only had half the power of my hand. <laughs> I'm still. I'm just imagining. I'm imagining Dylan going to his boss. Hey, I need some time off. Why? I'm hanging out with friends. <laughs> Who are your friends? Rachel, Ross. Joey, Ross, Monica, Chandler, and Phoebe. Wait a minute. Why do those names sound familiar? I don't know. They're, uh, they were popular. I mean, they were popular in the 90s. <laughs> they were really care? popular in the early 2000s. <laughs> why would I care how popular your friends were? No, I mean... That's the, just why you might know the, their names. Just, just let me have, like, six days off. <laughs> six days? For what? I mean, we... Uh, there's, like, ten years... We got to, a lot of catching up There's, like, do. ten years of information to cover. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's say it's over 200 episodes worth. <laughs> If you were to make <laughs> make a sitcom out of it, some might say it would be worth roughly 230 episodes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, come on, man. I need to find out if Rachel got off the plane. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she didn't. 
Spoiler alert. She did, but her luggage went to France. And she ain't getting that shit back. Oh, man. Oh, God. She left her baby on the plane. <laughs> Where's Emma? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Spinoff. Emma's in France. It'll be the epic, epic tale of the American baby and being raised by Frenchmen. It would have been way better than Joey's spinoff. They'll call it American Girl. <laughs> Still would have been better than Joey's spinoff. Yeah. God, that was awful. So bad. It's like, hey, let's do a spinoff and not, let's not bring any of the original characters back for the, even one episode. Yeah, I mean, at least Scrubs got that part right. Right? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> now that reminds me of that community episode where Abba is talking about Scrub season nine, they brought Zach Braff back for six episodes. Only six episodes? After all Scrubs did for him? And Donald Glover had like four episodes. <laughs> Three, I think. No, it was four. Was it four? Yeah. Oh, he left. Yeah, because one of them was the game of hot lava. Yeah, that's right. The floor that was is lava. The last episode. The floor okay. Is lava. Yep. Uh, let's do this because we've not talked for f- five minutes since we said we were going to yeah, start. Almost six, yeah. <laughs>